Burgers are best fresh from the grill. Well, more specifically, burgers with Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. It's so rich and creamy that it instantly makes any burger irresistible. And what backyard barbecue is complete without some potato salad? Not just any potato salad, of course. Potato salad highlights the rich, creamy goodness of Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. So if you want to take your barbecue season to the next level, stock up on Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. For great recipe ideas, visit hellmans.com. They say every dog has its day, but when you're Lulu and your parents drive a Camry, every day is your day. The roomy rear seat is the perfect, whoa, is that the dog park? Backseat besties, it's a Camry vibe. The all-new, all-hybrid Camry. Toyota, let's go places. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Damashek football program available on iTunes and at davedamashek.nfl.com. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Hi and hello, football fans. It's your old pal Dave, Dave Damashek. What's going down? I hope all's well wherever you are. Happy Thanksgiving to you and welcome to episode number 108 of the Dave Damashek football program available as always on iTunes and at nfl.com slash Sheck, S-H-E-K. Like I say, I hope you're enjoying your downtime. Well, really, this is the best time of the year. Let's talk about it now with the man, as always, seated to my immediate right from nfl.com and also from NFL Fantasy Live. He and his fantasy Frady cat that now sits on his lap like a James Bond villain. It's Adam Rank. What's the poop, fella? Hey, boss. Thanks for having me. And thanks for the shout-out for fantasy Frady cat. Yeah, I saw your Frady Cat, uh, your your little Frady Cat thing. Like I say, now it's not just the bald dome that that uh, calls to mind. Like I say, a Bond victim. I haven't seen this Bond picture. Have you seen it yet? Anybody? Haven't had the chance. Black tie. I have seen it. The one movie. That's a, no, that's what you. This seen. is the upset of the season. Black Tie has seen a movie that neither you nor wow. I have seen. Never Rank. thought I'd see the day. Yes, it's quite a thing. All right, so um, Rank. Yes, I, as I was going to say. I feel that, you know, if you have a three-day weekend the and, and Monday is off, mm-hmm. I say the best day of that vacation is Thursday night. That's when you go out. If you have Saturday, Sunday, and Monday off, mm-hmm. Thursday night, go out, and that'll be the best time of all. Right. Because it, you're right at the front end of it now. You know, there's so much hope and excitement for all the free time you're about to have. That's what Thanksgiving is. It is essentially the hors d'oeuvre to the holiday season. Now you know. Once you hit this week for the rest of the season, for the rest of the year, your work schedule, you're on the downhill. You know, it's nice and easy. You're going to have a lot of parties to go to. Nobody's taking anything too seriously. Well, that's true if you're a member of the Philadelphia Eagles. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> True. Uh, don't be a stinker right out of the okay. gate, right? Yes, listen, I worked in the corporate world. I wore the suit every day. Now, in the football world, it's only accelerating and getting more exciting. But mm-hmm. for but for the uh, more conventional workers, this is a great time of the year to get into because it's pretty much half days. Show up a little tipsy, if you please. Whoa. Yeah. No? No, I mean, well, I mean couple wines in the middle of the day for nfl fantasy live no, but sometimes not. sometimes the boss man will even go with you for a lunch hey it's <laughs> december let's go talk about the yeah you have a you couple know. while you're there but let's start off with this news out of san francisco well no first of all let's welcome in another person joining us in studio 66 he's quite festive rank today all the way from across the atlantic ocean it's handsome hank He's handsome Hank from England, handsome from England. He's handsome Hank from England, handsome from England. He's handsome Hank from England, handsome from England. His name is Handsome Hank. He's handsome Hank, he's handsome Hank, he's handsome Hank. Hello, handsome. Hi, Dave, how are you? I'm well. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Thank you very much. Happy Thanksgiving right I, back at you. I, I don't think you're allowed to. You're not allowed to accept I'm, al- I'm not allowed to happy. accept it. I'm allowed to wish you happy Thanksgiving. I do wish you both a very happy Thanksgiving. I can't accept your your offer of a happy How Thanksgiving. How dare you not celebrate our holiday? That's an outrage. We give you football to watch. 
on our holiday. I'll take that. He's like, oh, it's just another day when nobody's on the road when I'm driving to work. What do we? What do we? Th- are you working I'm on just Thursday? Like that, yeah. <laughs> I am working on Thursday. Yeah, unfortunately, but I, I you know, I, I think it's a fair thing. Be. I'm letting the Americans go celebrate their sure. holiday, and I'm celebrating it the way I would do anyway, which is watching football. For and... one second, pretend to be American. I'm, del- I'm delighted. I'm not going to do that for you. Do just say, just say like, I can't wait for that Texans Lions game on Thanksgiving Dave, I'm, Day. I'm just please that say that. You. What about you? I'm your... not going to do that for you, but I will say, I, I, I might, I might, uh, I might speak to Michael Lombardi. <laughs> a southern american accent i That's love awesome. it i like that very well, much what about your child who is an american she will be celebrating thanksgiving in fact <laughs> here's uh here's what i'm doing i'm Send sending her. the family off to celebrate thanksgiving <laughs> at, in the mountains i'm oh, coming to cool. work and, but i've uh, i have a treat for myself i'm taking myself to the movies to see james bond Ah, oh, that's how you stick it to us. Yeah, uh, wave like, the oh, okay. Union Jack. I like <laughs> yeah. that. Ultimately, you're you're uh, staying to your roots. All right, I dig it. Um, all right, let's talk about. We've got uh, nice games to look forward to on Thanksgiving Day. Remember a couple of years ago, it seemed like we were in about a decade-long run of never having a halfway, one halfway mm. decent right. game to watch on Thanksgiving. Partly the Lions were to blame for that. <laughs> yeah, they were. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the, 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 I, In fact, I argued against it. When all, every tradition goes out the window in favor of TV ratings, it befuddled me. Why does Detroit and why does Dallas get to keep this? And I know what the longstanding um, deal that the NFL made with Dallas, Gil Brandt, our, our pal, the long time architect of the Cowboys back in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, told us that there was that handshake deal in place that right, will host right. the first Thanksgiving game as long as we get to keep it forever. Same deal with Detroit. But so what? They can't throw that out the window in favor of getting a halfway decent team? Because I would love to go to a Thanksgiving Day game. I wish that was a part of my uh, my annual tradition of, of starting right. things off with uh, with some football. But you have the Houston Texans at the Detroit Lions. The Redskins at Dallas, one of the great uh, rivalries, of course, and then the Patriots and Jets, an interesting rivalry, at least. And the Jets, no matter how bad they are, they do seem to play very well against Tom Brady. So it's a uh, a good triple header of games. Let's start off, though, with what happened on Monday night at the end of Week 11 in San Francisco. Last week we had Daniel Jeremiah, a.k.a. at Move the Sticks, a great scribe, knowledgeable personnel guy, especially with QBs here at the NFL Network in here, and I asked him if Colin Kaepernick plays really well, is it possible that Alex Smith could lose the gig? And he sort of shot it down. No, there's no way. That's not the way Harbaugh would do things. But lo and behold, by the end of the first quarter, I honestly was thinking to myself, that poor Alex Smith. This is trouble for him. You know, this is well, not going to be good for him. And now, and now Harbaugh, of course, after the game, then says, We're going to play the hot hand. Rank. How say you? Yeah, by hot hand, he means not Alex Smith. He showed during the spring, during his courtship, or alleged courtship of Peyton Manning, he certainly wants to upgrade at quarterback. And Colin Kaepernick takes the 49ers from a good team, you know, a team that might contend. If he plays like he did against one of the best defenses in the NFL, they become the favorite to me in the NFC with him. With what he does, he's just a little bit more dynamic. He he goes from, like, Alex Smith is one of those game managers, a guy who you don't want to make mistakes. He'll come out against Arizona and throw four touchdowns. But as long as when there's a big game, he doesn't make a huge error, that's what you want. Colin Kaepernick is a but playmaker. But there are only big games awaiting now. That's the problem. And now that That's he's, why I'm saying you go with Kaepernick, because right. he's a playmaker. You have to make this switch. But now that you've let the cat out of the bag, all Harbaugh had to do, even if in his brain he's thinking to himself i might go with kaepernick ultimately you don't go you don't stand up there after the game and say yeah i'm gonna play the hot hand because now it's out i i i compared it uh, on uh, nfl.com on our instant debates there you can look that up and uh, by the way there's a new shame report out as well if i may shill at nfl.com but i i compared it really i said it's fitting that this drama would happen in San Francisco, a city known for its streetcars, because it really is like a streetcar named Desire for Alex Smith as Stella. I mean, he's he's this sort of semi-abused guy who's put up with a lot from a hot-headed hubby named Harbaugh <laughs> slash Stanley Kowalski, and now and and now the uh, now the foxy newcomer comes in there, little flaky, little flighty, don't know what you're gonna get there, and Stella. Has done so much. You know, a handsome fella. You know, handsome enough. A strong, sturdy type. And now 
in comes Kaepernick and uh, and steals uh, steals the attention away. And what's he going to do? Now I feel like Harbaugh really now has to play Kaepernick. Think uh, again. We always talk on the human level about this. Think about uh-huh. if if you are Alex Smith. What's your frame of mind? And if you're Kaepernick, it's better to be the young guy who's playing well and start the game, and then as a team have the fallback of a guy who you can throw in there? Psychologically, isn't Alex Smith better now to sort of be coming out of the bullpen now? Because mm-hmm. if, you, if you start him, it, because it, but if you start him in a playoff game, Alex Smith, right. now he's looking over his shoulder if you start him next week and, and going forward. If you start him now, he's incessantly going to be looking over his shoulder, and now you have the kid. And if you bring the kid in at that point, that's your season. Kaepernick is now your season. Whereas you can play the high end, the guy who has the higher ceiling in Kaepernick at the start, and if it's and it's oh wow, he's too erratic. If this situation is too big for him, then you bring in the steady hand, I, and it, then he gets to be the savior. He gets to play the hero a little bit. And by the way, Alex Smith can run. I the thing of Kaepernick's a better runner, yes, but Alex Smith isn't immobile. He's not Brandon Whedon one and two. Alex Smith has, in fact, delivered now. Nobody thought he was going to win. Go back to a year ago. Nobody thought he was going to beat New Orleans. Very few people thought. I he, did. And he made the plays. But it was the defense that was going to take away Drew Brees and company in the stick in that January playoff game. And instead, Alex Smith won the game and pulled the defense out there. So, And obviously, he rose to the occasion against the Giants. Were it not for Kyle Williams, they would have been in that Super Bowl. I think this is a, I I really think this is a cuckoo decision. But now I think you got to go Kaepernick the rest of the way because you're messing with Alex Smith's brain, and you may, and in all likelihood, you will need him at some point in December or January. But Handsome Hank. There's a big difference. I disagree completely. There's a big difference. They have packages in for Colin Kaepernick, so you can still make the most of Kaepernick. He's played in that offense, and and you can bring him in. I think if you shut down Smith now, it's very difficult to bring him back. Uh, you know, and, and mend that relationship with him. Plus, Jim Harbaugh is Alex Smith. Those two guys are exactly the same player. He 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 understands what it, what it's like to be the mm. the starting quarterback who everyone wanted to see replaced. He's got the best out of him. I think I think Smith has two incompletions in his last two games. How do you shut down a guy like that and say this is our new thing? Look at the rookie quarterbacks this year. Well, I agree. At this point, what are you going to do now? Now you have to do it. I don't think you do. I mean, you look at the look at the rookie quarterbacks this year. Teams will find will find out a way to stop Kaepernick. They'll they'll find a way. Defenses will find a way to confuse him and and stop him. Where and then you don't get the game manager. Then you get the picks. Then you get the mistakes that are going to be a big problem for them. I think you play Smith. You bring Kaepernick in just like you were before. Maybe more like they did against the Jets when they beat them. You let him him make his plays. And then, um, and and then you see where you go from there. And if if suddenly if Kaepernick's doing great, then you then you give him his opportunity. It's interesting. All right, listen. But before anything else, I do want to mention what we've got coming up here. And rank uh, ranks a busy man today. He's got to go do some more fantasy live stuff. You're heading out, but rank. Yes, sir. Do your best. Wrap it. Do it in one take for once, okay. please. Please. Hit it. Knock it out of the park. Tell all those fellas down there. Just you got it. You got to nail this thing today. Okay. Because we're having a very special event in honor of Thanksgiving. Our first annual pie off here. All right. Handsome Hank. We talked about it last week. Did you bring a pie? I did bring a pie. Don't yeah, something t- don't, special. Don't no, ruin no, no. anything. Something special. All right. Rank you has a pie. I brought a pie. The um, the around the league fellas brought a pie. Black tie. Did you? Was I supposed to? Don't oh, play crying out loud. If you didn't bring one, that's it. Then that's it. I'm not a dessert pie guy. I'm sorry. I don't play. Oh, you better have a pie. You better have a pie. Everybody on the, the producer, get a you, better, you better produce a pie. <laughs> and Handsome Hank, I know, produced a pie, a special one, all the way from across the pond, not, a, a, an English recipe. I, I baked it myself last baked night. Baked it himself. That's what, see, that's producing. <laughs> all right, so. Okay, we'll get to the pies in a minute here. Real quick, here come the around the league guys, handsome. Real quick, black tie. I have to get through my weekly picks here. I do it in 60 seconds or less, and I do it in dominating fashion. I don't know what I did overall, but check to the future, which you can look at at NFL.com. Five and one, soaring high above the 500 mark. All right, real quick. Black tie, fire up my music. Ready, set, go. Starting with the Thanksgiving Day games. Texans at Lions. It's the Texans. Redskins at Cowboys. Romo, big. He's going to win. Cowboys. Patriots at Jets. It's the Patriots. On Sunday, Falcons at Bucks. I'm going Buccaneers to keep that uh, NFC South up in the air. Titans at Jags. Titans. Seahawks at Dolphins. 
this is an important one for Russell Wilson and company to get here to show that they can win a road game. Dolphins clinging, I think, probably unrealistically. I'm sorry to say, handsome. They're not going to make the playoffs. I'm going to try the Hawks here. Seahawks at Browns. I mean Seahawks. The Steelers. That's who I mean. The Pittsburgh Steelers. Chaz Batch's team. I'll take the Steelers, but I don't like that one. Raiders at Bengals. Bengals. The Vikings at the Bears. Bears get back on track. Maybe. Broncos at Chiefs. Got to take the Broncos. Bills at the Colts. Andrew Luck back at home. He'll have a big game. Ravens at the Chargers. I'm going Chargers based on something I'll explain to you, something I often discuss here. Niners at the Saints. This is the toughest game of the week to call. Toughest game of the week. I'm going with Colin Kaepernick's Niners. Rams at the Cardinals. I'm going to say Cardinals get off the schneid. Packers at Giants. I'm staying with Aaron Rodgers. Panthers at the Eagles. A.K.A. as I declared it on the uh, shame report this week. The Sorry Bowl of 2012. I'm going to say the Eagles at home. Don't feel good about that one. All right, here they are, fellas, from around the league. You listen to them. Most weeks we do a second podcast. This week we won't be doing it in honor of the uh, in honor of the holiday. It's the Around the League Debate Club, as hosted by Dan Hanzus and contributed to by contributed to by Mark Sessler. What's the poop, fella? Happy holiday! I Wait like, a minute. I like that a we're, lot. we're co-hosts. Well, not really. I re- Why not? <laughs> because Hanzus always is the one who brings it in. Hello, welcome to the debate club. He does. Club. He does. But uh, well. I don't know. I, I, we'll debate that one further. I'm not sure I agree with that. Well, that now Mark's going to have it written into his contract that we have to alternate the intro. So thanks a lot, Dave. Hey, um, I th- did Black Tie not let you guys know about the fact that we're doing a pie off today in Studio 66? Where's the pie? Where are the goods, fellas? Well, I was not told, actually, by Black Tie or anyone else associated with the show. Well, I so. don't know who I, or anyone else, the producer. You know, I yeah, by, come from by, the by the so nature who was of his told? Who, who, did, who would Black Tie have told if it wasn't you, Mark? I'm unclear. I'm not sure. I mean, maybe. Well, all right. Hey, Hands were you well, made aware? Cut the shenanigans. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I told the host of the ACL Debate Club. I told Dan <laughs> So from now on, Dan empty hands us then. Well, that's, that's very clever. I just, can I say that um, I was told about seven minutes through the third quarter last night that there was a pie. I called my wife. I said, can you make a pie? She said, no. This morning I got up early, went looking around for a coconut custard pie. Southern California did me wrong. They don't have them in major stores. A coconut here. custard pie. Yeah. Which, so it did it, did it occur to you, well, listen, I better at least bring something. Right. No. It's, if I can't have a coconut <laughs> custard, then no I, one gets anything? Turn up empty-handed. It, it empty-handed, but I think he expects to have a full belly by the end of uh, this well, podcast. Well, he's not having any of my pie. I don't know about you, but you, you bring a pie, you get some pie. I don't want to have any of uh, Henry's creepy eel pie from England, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> what is in that pie? All right. We'll get to we'll all get that. To we'll that. get to the pie off in a little bit here. Let's talk about what we were just yapping about a few minutes ago here. Kaepernick v. Smith. How say you, fellas? Sessler, I start with you since Black Tie didn't inform you of the pie thing. I may just freeze out uh, empty hands, Zeus, the remainder of this (laughs) podcast. But all right. How say you, Alex Smith, Colin Kaepernick, it feels like a potential mess. If you're Harbaugh, what do you do? I stick with Smith. I do, because I think, listen, he, he was concussed. I mean, that's the reason he's not playing. Harbaugh's more magical work so far is what he's done with Smith. I mean, he's a great coach, a great quarterback coach, and, I mean, that thing's going to heat up. People, are, It's going to be a tough situation for him, but I don't think you can, at this stage, bench Smith for Kaepernick based on the way Smith exited. Well, it sounds like uh, that's exactly what Harbaugh's thinking about doing. I'm going to go with the hot hand. It sort of sounds like there's a decent chance. Well, I mean, that- but Smith's last game last couple games he's been as hot a hand as anyone else i mean you're right it's like listen i don't think anyone expected kaepernick to walk in and do what he did last night the way that he did it it was emphatic i mean it was a fantastic performance so yeah the team has a good problem on their hands empty hands i'll say you (laughs) i i covered the game for the around the league blog last night and you know he harbaugh threw me a curveball because i had the game was you know out of hand early so i tried to get a head start in the post started working it up and my angle was listen con kaepernick gave 
Jim Harbaugh something to think about in the back of his head. But he's been so loyal to Smith, and he's been a project for so long. He has been so loyal? What was the pursuit of Peyton Manning in the summer then? Well, you know, he says that never happened, so we'll just go with that. But he did, you know, from the day that Harbaugh took the job, he said Alex Smith was my guy. And Peyton Manning, that was kind of a strange scenario. But, you know, he's been his guy to this point, and he's won 20 out of 26 games. You know, so I have the post ready, and then his press conference comes on, and Harbaugh pulls this hot hand stuff, and it blew me away that one great game by Kaepernick under great conditions at home uh, would be enough for Harbaugh to to touch off this controversy. All right, well, I uh, so enough about that. We'll see how that plays out. An interesting game, like I just mentioned there, going through the picks. At, uh, and, by the way, look at those at NFL.com slash pick them. You can see all my picks, ranks. Uh, Elliot Harrison's, Matt Money Smith, Akbar Bajabiamilla, Mark Sessler, Greg Rosenthal, a lot of peoples. Mm-hmm. Maybe too many people. Maybe somebody left his empty, though, oh, this week. This is getting empty hands. Bad. Indeed. I think that that's an interesting <laughs> game. The Saints, um, well, a lot of places to go. Let's start off with why I just said uh, I think the Ravens may lose at the Chargers. One, the Chargers' playoff lives are pretty much on the line here. And secondly, I say it all the time. People say I'm biased because I'm from Pittsburgh. But really, look at the record. When the Ravens come off of a game with Pittsburgh, they tend to come out flat the following week. Let's assume they do that, especially Flacco on the road. Elite, that conversation feels out the window at this point. Let's talk about that game. Oh, and the thing that uh, you can look at it, NFL.com, the Around the League blog there. You guys are buzzing about what's going on on the banks of the Three Rivers as they prepare to go onto the wrong side of the Ohio-Pennsylvania border to play the Browns this Sunday. Chaz Batch under center. The Steelers adding Brian Hoyer now to back him up. Plexico Burris? What year is this? Chaz Batch is going to be under center, and Plexico is going to be in uniform for the Steelers. Let's first, though, talk about Sunday night's game. And my takeaway is that the, the, the decisive moment of the game is late in the third quarter, the Steelers are down 13-7. to They're at the Ravens' four-yard line, third and two. They run a fade with, uh, with, with Byron Leftwich slinging it to Mike Wallace. He's out of bounds. Instead, the push that they were getting against the Ravens running the ball, especially in that series, indicated to me that they should run on third down and then run again on fourth down. You need to try to get the lead there with your backup. The big mystery that I don't know if we're ever going to get solved is because Coach Tomlin has stonewalled everybody thus far, at least, is, but he had no Leftwich. You know, I think he broke his ribs on the last series. That's where he thinks Leftwich hurt his ribs. Clearly, from the moment that he fell on the ball after completing that run, pathetic as it was, he, re- he runs in there and <laughs> breaks his own ribs, it would appear. He's hurt the whole rest of the game. Do we buy that Tomlin has no idea about this, or is he spooked? I can't go to Chaz Batch, certainly. i got to just stick with uh, with Leftwich here. Handsome, I start with you. Well, what do you make of uh, of the Sunday night business? Well, I think that, that you're right. That was the moment. It was when Leftwich exhausted, flopped into the end zone and landed on the ball. That was the moment where that game was, um, ironically, was that was the moment they lost the game when they scored their only touchdown of the game. I, I think... Um, it was clear there was something wrong with him for the rest, and I really enjoyed. Of course, from the second right, series, from the second on. series onwards, I really enjoyed. By the way, watching NBC demonstrating his enormous wind up to a throw, I thought that the <laughs> graphic they used for that was great. Um, but uh, but I, it seemed like they didn't want to go with Batch because you're right. There was it was very obvious that that there was something wrong with him. But for whatever reason, they didn't want to go with Batch. But look, you're going to have to now. You don't have any choice. It sounds like um, that Batch is playing this weekend, and and they're just going to have to live with I, it. I mean, a killer of a game from the Steelers' perspective that they their defense keeps the Ravens. It's not a world beater of an offense, but still, they keep it to three points. Mike Wallace turns the ball over early in the game. That, that gives a field goal. They allow a punt return for a touchdown, obviously. That's what costs them the game. Flacco, to me... You know, his apologists are saying, what did he do wrong? He didn't turn the ball over. He completed uh, roughly two-thirds of his passes. But he, uh, to me, you know, skipping passes in there, really just consistently mediocre at best, thoroughly 
mediocre Hanzoos House AU. I think if if the Ravens are going to the Super Bowl this year, they better get that number one seed because I've seen enough from Flacco to know that he's not going to get it done on the road this season. He hasn't done it all season. I know he, he did well in the postseason last year, but there just seems to be something up with him when it comes to these home away splits that you can't ignore. Well, you know, the inability to to take advantage of the speed that he has in Torrey Smith now and as consistent and strong as Anquan Bolden is, that it still yields. Fine, the number one defense is where they're playing. They're in Heinz Field. They're playing it tight, are the Steelers in that game. By the way, one more thing about that yeah, from a Steelers perspective. Left, which, as we know, the one thing he can do is get the ball downfield as well as anybody throws that deep ball like uh, like nobody's business. Not as good as Russell Wilson. Uh, stop, Black Tie, with your sexy deep ball that uh, you love with <laughs> Russell. Really creepy. It really, it, it's really approaching <laughs> creepy levels here. But anyway, last uh, last possession of the game, Left, which gets out of the pocket. And normally he can throw the ball 70 yards in the air, presumably. He has, I don't know if you look at that, the defense breaks down on that as, as Leftwich gets out of the pocket. Mm-hmm. He had a receiver behind the defense by 15 yards. Normally he'd be able to do it, and he underthrows the ball miserably right. and doesn't get it there. I mean, can you imagine if the Steelers pull that out on a uh, on a deep ball in the last minute or so of the game? But anyway... Um, what do you think about uh, Flacco and company going in there? I think a lot of people assume, Sessler, that this division is now over. But what do you think? You're you're an AFC North guy as well. You're a Browns guy. Talk about what you forecast now. First of all, Ravens now going into the Chargers. And Steelers, they only have a one-game lead now in these Bengals. Bengals red hot coming into, uh, coming into Heinz Field in a couple of weeks here. How does this thing all play out in your book? I'm worried that the Steelers with Chaz Batch, the Browns are playing good football. It's not, you know, oh well, at least at least they get a week off and get to take it easy on the Browns. No, this is a there. This game is hammocked in between two Ravens games. I'm very worried. How say you about the whole AFC North picture? Well, I mean, I do feel that that such a clear advantage to Baltimore because Big Ben is he isn't just a starting quarterback like 31 others. For that team, I mean, he that offense requires Big Ben's ability to kind of extend the play, and what he does, no one else that they're going to fill in, whether it's Hoyer, Leftwich, Charlie Batch, or whoever, can come close to what he what he means when they're singing, when they're no huddle offense is kind of flying down that field. That's a big disadvantage. But Dan's right. I mean, the the Ravens are so enigmatic that uh, they could do just enough and win the division, and I think that's what will happen. So they're going to survive. I so think then, what do you survive. think? Who are the two wild cards then in the AFC? Do you think the Colts hold on because right now they're the fifth seed? They're six and four. The Steelers are the same, uh, and the Bengals are five and five back there. Who are going to be those two wild card teams? I still think the Steelers are going to sneak into a wild card spot, and I think that you're going to get Big Ben back maybe last couple weeks of the season, or even for the playoffs. And I think they're dangerous again at that point. I'll go with the Colts as the other one. But I the predict, Colts scare me. I let me tell you this: I predict that Ben Roethlisberger, for better or worse, is under center in Baltimore um, two Sundays from now. He's he's already the they're looking at him. The doctors, more tests. You know, he's doubtful probably for the Browns game, but they're encouraged by what they say. That's what that's how they're looking at it. You know, he's going to try well, to get out there for that. game. We did do a post yesterday that he's facing possible nerve damage if he rushes back. I mean, there are some factors in play that might lead to them not being able to push them like they have in the past. Interesting. Uh, Handsome Hank, what do you think about those two wild cards now that we've seen this? Like I say, the Bengals, Andy Dalton in particular, really playing well of late. I, I, uh, all in on the Colts, I think they'll make it. I, I have a problem. I think if the Steelers don't get Roethlisberger back, I don't think they make it. I think the Bengals get in ahead of them. Yeah, they're, I'll tell you, they're a loss away at home to the Bengals. They beat the Bengals on Sunday night a few weeks back, but they're a loss away from, from losing that little advantage there and being on the outside. Do you think, Sessler, though, any worries, well, not worries, you would like to see it happen, but the Browns are playing good ball. Not relatively good ball. I mean, they're not uh, going to the Super Bowl, I don't think, but they're in every game they're playing recently. I think Pittsburgh still is going to win that game just because they know the Cleveland so well. It's different when these division teams match up, and Cleveland has such a psychological barrier against the Steelers, and I, I think that there's too many other elements where Pittsburgh just knocks Cleveland down. They're going to take that game. It's it's not a good one for Cleveland in my it's book. It's really funny watching the Browns with Mark Sessler on Sundays because... At work. At work. You know, we're very busy, but Mark's got the game on his TV on his desk, and they're jumping out to these leads a lot, and this week it was, what, 10 nothing. 
at the half or was it ten point lead? Nothing. And then they take the take the lead late in the game, and I'm like, Mark, enjoy this. This is because Mark is a stone face. And he's like, I can't. I know what's going to happen next. And that's how it's been for them. They can't seem to finish games. They can stay in games, but they can't make that big play to go to the next level. It's got to be frustrating. That's fine, though. You know what? This season, so be it. As long as they're in games mm-hmm. and you figure hopefully another season they'll right. learn how to win. You figure Shermer's gone, so it'll be interesting to see how what, what, what the makeover is like in the offseason. In the meantime, though, you're playing yourself into a better draft pick. The Jets, what are they doing? Too little, <laughs> too late, Hanzoos. Now, they, the thing that they're really good at is sucking in the fan base just enough where you care because they did it leading into the first Patriot game last month, and they did it again by beating up on the Rams on Sunday. I'm excited for the Thanksgiving night game, and then it's going to go terrible. I don't need to tell you this, Hanzoos, as a Jets fan, but it's interesting to consider when you know everything as close as these things are, game inches and, and so on. Had the Jets pulled that game out in Foxborough, right. goes to overtime, of course, they'd be 5-5, five and five, the Patriots would be 6-4, and four, and you'd have a chance with the Patriots coming into the Meadowlands on Thanksgiving to take over first place in the division. How funny is that? Well, you could say that, but that's a classic setup anyway. Even if it was like that, the Jets would have laid an egg and lost 37-10. So I, don't, I can't get excited. <laughs> All right, let's talk about uh, more football as we engage in the new episode of the new edition of the Blacklist. The Blacklist. Black tie reads current events. The Blacklist. Damn the check and wank if they're coming. The Blacklist. The Blacklist. What's up, gents? Oh, we've already uh, said yo. hello, Black Tie. We don't have to <laughs> well, no. re- Well, after the intro, I like saying hello. All right. And, hello. Hi. Yeah. Hey, what's How's up? How's it going? Anyway, um, <laughs> not real football, actually. I'm going to ask you... <laughs> Two quick questions. There's here. nothing football related. Well, it's, this rela- is, it's related. Everybody but it's not, always it's says not, the season doesn't start, or the real season doesn't start until Thanksgiving arrives. It's here. It's time it's to not, talk football. It's not down in the trenches type football. But real quick, you guys. I saw don't the, even know what that means. Right. I have no, I have no idea what that even means, and neither do you. You're just making yeah, no. noise. The point is, it's not you know deep in the X and O's. Real quick, you guys saw. <laughs> wow, <laughs> it is. <laughs> Let all the coaches know that then. It's not deep. They're yeah. probably working too hard in that case. All right, go ahead. You guys saw the NFL Films uh, clip last week of Eric Berry and his phobia for horses. Running around, really scared of horses. Eric Berry, the safety, safety of the Chiefs, yep. is afraid of horses. Big yeah. time. Wait, you say this isn't X's and O's. I, I'm not sure. Carry on. <laughs> yeah, he has to play the Broncos right. again. He goes around saying, hey. Do they play I, the Colts? That would be, you would think that would be very germane to the result. Yep. Go ahead. He goes around <laughs> saying, hey, I don't, I don't mess with no horses now. Uh, oh, no horses. Anyway, real quick, what are your hashtag weird phobias? Phobias? I, I've made it clear many times before. I hate men's feet. I think that uh, it's grotesque. <laughs> I think the female half of our population, of our society, has to endure a great deal, fellas. You know, they listen, they're the ones who have the babies. They do. They they put. You know, they're the ones who put makeup on. We don't. We're not expected to get dolled up to go into society. And that's not maybe our requirement, but so, for one reason or another, women feel obliged to spend more time getting dolled up. They they do a lot of different things. The least we can do is cover up our stinking hideous feet. Women are beautiful creatures. Men are not. They're grotesque. Please don't go out of the house in your slippers. It's gross. No one wants to see your your disgusting. Bony, I don't even want to talk about because it it's legitimately nauseates me. A guy on the airplane, I'm flying all the time now, and some guy took off his shoes. I like a 60 ish year old guy sitting next to me takes off his shoes. Then he sits there for about 10 minutes, and apparently that's not good enough because he pulled his socks off. Oh, Where do you think that, you are? You're on an your- airplane, fella. You're not at home. It's gross. That's my phobia. Put those stinking feet away. Hands loose, how say you? Number one, always dying alone. Uh, <laughs> Is that a phobia? I don't know. I just don't want to die alone. But my phobia, <laughs> uh, really, it's it's being buried alive. You know, I see it freaks me out when it's in movies. And I know there's like a podcast killer listening to this right now in a basement in Reseda. And he's going to use this against me. But don't bury me alive. Don't want that to happen. But wait, don't, phobia, don't phobias have killer. to be something that you've that's happened to you and then you don't like him? It's, have you been buried alive before? I thought phobias were things where you have to experience, like Dave's feet thing. I, I get oh, that. But I thought a phobia was something like, it keeps happening to me, but I just don't like it. Rather well, than Whatever. I have a fear of heights. Fear of heights. 
<laughs> I don't want to be buried alive. That's the biggest right. takeaway. I'm here. with you. And you have a fear of doing the right thing and contributing pie when you're right. asked to contribute <laughs> pie. Sessler, how say you? I have a fear lifelong of cottage cheese. Ew. It's disgusting. I've, I've never taken. You know what? Cottage cheese has never passed these lips. Yeah. I've never I don't like the looks of it. I yeah. don't understand. Some people, you see uh, guys, muscle builder type guys walking around with like a cantaloupe with like a giant thing of cottage cheese in it. What is it? I don't know. I People always say it's curdled milk. Well, yes, then, it is. No, thank you. It's That's already gross. gone through a process where no one should consider imbibing it. And yet it's it's sold at stores everywhere. Women, a lot of women love cottage cheese. Mm-hmm. It's disgusting to me. Never eaten it. Never will. No, thank you. I'm with you on that one. I also don't like jelly. Interesting. I, I, I hmm. Peanut I butter on bread, on grew up on it. The jelly, no thank you. Yeah, well, Handsome. Uh, I don't like um, people uh, like clowns and people in those kind of costumes. Mascots fall under that, and I have a problem. I've got to take – I haven't got to. I have, I'm taking my children to the Magic Kingdom, and I'm, I'm – freaked out by people like dressed as mickey mouse and stuff like that oh. i just find that weird um that a that you would put yourself in that position to have a have a job as dressed as a, a mascot or something like that but also just it, it just freaks me out the whole thing talk about uh talk about a, a little kernel that we can maybe use down the line yeah <laughs> <laughs> we just uh, put on some face makeup and freak out handsome Hank. Yeah, don't do that. That'll be fun. Um, <laughs> all right, next on the blacklist there, Black. Right, oh, look who's quick. back. It's Rank. Oh, Adam. Nailed it. <laughs> Terrific. <laughs> we're, in, we're doing the blacklist. We're oh, doing really man. important things. This is why I ran We're not back. talking football. It's apparently, according to Black Tie, it's not time for it's heavy. What was the last one? That wasn't deep football. What did you guys just do? Phobias? Yes. Can I, can I share mine sure. real quick? Elevators. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid of elevators. Yeah, and hands is kind of. Is that right? And I found out uh, Dean Martin hated elevators, too. Mm, so I feel like I'm in got company. a lot in common with <laughs> so, that guy. Yeah, that's <laughs> the only thing I have in common with no, you. you both like booze. Okay, yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead, Black Tie Next. All right, real quick. That was uh, that was courtesy of Neil Dutton. He, was, he helped me out on that question. On Twitter? And, yes. Yes, he did. Oh. And my own phobia, if you guys are interested, I don't know nope. if you want to know. Moving on. But <laughs> <laughs> my own phobia, if a computer does anything that seems to make it have like a mind of its own it totally creeps me out like if it just stops doing what i'm telling it to do and it's doing something weird it totally freaks me out i get goosebumps i really do AI. what i really do it, it creeps uh, me out artificial intelligence fear. yeah that is very strange all right next on the blacklist <laughs> yep lastly on the blacklist thanksgiving holiday obviously is this week so my question is to oh you so guys. which of uh, the three games on thanksgiving is the most compelling no 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 <laughs> Not that not stuff. Not deep football. And not not the usual, hey, what are you thankful for? No. It's actually players or fans of bad teams, right? They've had terrible seasons, the Chiefs, the Browns, the Dolphins, the Jets. Actually, you know, Hank and Sessler and Zeus know what I'm talking about here. What do you guys as fans or players of that team have to be hashtag thankful for? Well, I think the obvious one now that Ranks walked back into the room is you should be thankful you have a football team at all. Rank yes. is a, is an Angelino, and uh, and he has no football team. So consider yourself ahead of the I game ha- on that the count. The only thing I have left over is a Dieter Brock jersey. Oh, That's the only, the only thing I have left in my life. Rank is running away with <laughs> yeah. the Dieter Brock drop competition that we do <laughs> well. here on the show. All right, Sessler, how say you? Thankfulness as a Browns fan, I'm just going to – I'm going to say the same thing in the sense that I grew up as a kid thinking the team could never move no what no matter what happened and they did got yeah. them back it's been an utter train wreck that's spin off the rails a hundred times but uh, they're around still they're yeah, there every they're Sunday. They're there. <laughs> kind of. I feel well, like Kind of. Not enough made of the fact, though, that the real Browns won a Super Bowl in Baltimore. The only good thing Art Modell did, in, as far as Baltimore fans should be concerned, I mean the Cleveland fans should be concerned, is he did leave the name, at least. At least he didn't take it. Most, yes. uh, You know, the Colts. Bal- well, they sued him. It, it, well, right. You think about it, the Ursays could have really, the Ravens could still be the Colts if Ursay would have done what Modell did. It's interesting how they all tie together. Well, but Modell it, is well, a Balt- gentleman, you're right. Just no, a gentleman. That was a lawsuit. Uh, <laughs> Cleveland figured that out. They yeah. sued him. Baltimore would have thought. I mean, the whole reason Baltimore moved is because they were going to claim eminent domain over the Colts, which is why Ursay moved out so quickly and took the ta- took the I, name with it. I think, by the way, Baltimore Ravens is a cool name for a team regional named after Edgar Allan Poe's. Uh, you know, for the for his poem. But I think that be, based on where they came from and that, and that they're not the Cleveland Browns, they really should be the Baltimore Purples. 
That would be a not, that, that really. I may I may start calling them the Purples from here on out because that's ultimately who they are. Because let's keep in mind they only have one Super Bowl ring that distinguishes them from the Browns. They're the same basic the team though. Doesn't win when it counts. I like where you're going January, with January Purples, handsome. Uh, I'm going to be thankful that after 13 years, um, we I think the Miami Dolphins have found a quarterback. I disagree slightly with Black Tie that they've had an, a horrible season or whatever no, it was that he said. Not. But they, I'm I'm thankful that they I think they have found a quarterback who's better than Ray Lucas and um, don't get too Sage Rosenfeld. Don't get too deep with the X's and O's here. I Black Tie won't will scold you yeah. for that. Hanzus, I'll say you. I'm surprised he didn't hit the dump button. <laughs> I'm thankful that Joe Namath is sober and still has great hair. You know what? He was, talk about a gentleman, a delightful fellow. I met him at the Hall of Fame, glad-handed with me. Of course he has no idea who I am. We talked college, We talked high school football, so, uh, southwestern Pennsylvania high school football. And who else did I do that with a week later or two weeks later? Darrell Revis. That's what's cool is that high school nice. football is one of those hotbeds in, in southwestern Pennsylvania that uh, where, it, where it's king. These two titans of the sport of pro football, what they want to kibitz about 15 minutes each at length about Al Equipa and Hopewell hmm. and so on and so forth. That was a cool thing. I w- I'm thankful for that. How are this, are this Adam, you I turned it into two my- names that Dave dropped yes. there. So to, what? Pick those up? That's right. <laughs> I, I don't care. You know what? We're all colleagues. We're all co- we're in the same family. We're in Commissioner Goodell's. Yeah, he got on me for for even mentioning Dean Martin, but him right. and Joe Willie, you guys. He doesn't even like booze anymore. You don't even have that in common. <laughs> Joe Willie and I have what a is, lot in common. In uh, in Pennsylvania, is it as nutty as Texas with the stadiums of the high school fields with the multi million dollar scoreboards and all that no, stuff? It really no, there there are a few uh, pretty nice digs to play um to play your high school football in but it's certainly not as grand as what you see in texas to to my knowledge seems like how big are the stadiums in texas though they have oh bigger than like a lot of colleges yeah 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 (laughs) um all right so hanzus and sessler are going to go back and continue to make their pages it never stops at around the league (laughs) they make their pages whatever's news in the nfl they're yapping about it there on nfl.com make sure you check it out like i say plexico is on their brain right now that's what they're talking about I, I mean, how desperate. I mean, it really, this this has the whiff of something that the Redskins with Daniel Snyder would do or Jerry Jones. This does not feel very Steelery to me to be to bring, bringing in Plexico eight years later. Really? It's that grim in Pittsburgh? You're you're still in the playoff hunt, but all right, so be it. Is the receiver situation that bad? Am I? Well, they lose Jericho Cotri. That's right. Okay. He's banged up, so they so so there is a depth issue. Antonio Brown is apparently questionable. So, all right, I'm making an executive decision. They didn't bring pie, but they've uh, they've been uh, loyal and uh, great contributors to uh, to the podcast over the last uh, half year. Or so, we'll start with you guys. And you know what? Look at my benevolence. I'm going to hold out my pie. Let's do the pie off real quick here. We'll vote on the Sheckies. We're about a month away now from the announcement of the Shecky Awards each year. All the biggest categories are going to be decided. We'll start a month early with pies. You eat pies on Thanksgiving. I brought my debate was between a coconut cream pie, which is one of my all time favorites. And a pecan pie. Last year's champion was a custard pie, a nice simple custard pie. It t- came down this week, I mean this year, to pecan. That's my offering. What do you have, Handsome Hank? Dave, after um, my success bringing English chips or crisps um, mm-hmm. into the studio, I thought I'd bring you an English pie. This is called a treacle tart. It's mm-hmm. made from, it's it's just a, your basic pie crust, like much like a pecan pie, but with a sweet treacle filling with breadcrumbs, ginger, lemon, cream. And this black tie, did you bring, you brought a pie? You're kidding around. You have one, I hope, and trust. I did bring one, yes. Like I said, I'm not a dessert pie guy, so I bought in a Jamaican beef patty. So I, oh, I would suggest going with that first. I like <laughs> it. It's uh, this. Listen, we're spanning the globe. the The podcast is a global. It's for everyone on the big blue marble. And if he wants to bring in a meat pie of some sort, so be it. Lastly, rank. What do you have there? From the shores of Hawaii, a pineapple pie by Hostess. <laughs> it, you're not going to be able to get these anymore. No, shame Rare. on you. Rest in peace. Shame on What's you. What's wrong with that? All right, we'll start out. We'll start out with uh, with the around the league guys. Start with the pecan pie. There goes Hanzus. Dig in Sessler. You dig in as well. We'll see how it goes. 
It's not warm. That's the beauty That's, of a pecan yeah. pie is you can warm it or you can eat it cold. How many pies can you say that about? Do you go cold? I, I've got one, a treacle tart. A little whipped cream, and you've stamped your ticket to cloud nine. All right. Next, try the treacle tart. Don't go from the middle. We want to eat that thing. He's taking the Sessler filet. and Hanzoos, they don't bring pie, <laughs> but they dig right into the middle of the thing. Treacle, is that a snake of the sea? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, all right, so where, so you've had the pecan now. This is just store-bought, which is, in a way, it's kind of like the beauty of pizza is I think you can make a strong case for pizza being a great food because even at its worst, its most mundane, it still is pretty good. Mm-hmm. You understand what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. You can get a crummy steak. It's hard to get really inedible pizza. Same thing with pecan pie. Now, the treacle tart. How's that? How do they compare? What do you go? Pecan pie or treacle? Did your wife make this? I made this. Oh, you made it? How about hands and hang, but not in the chef's hat? I love it. Um, it's it's well done. It looks pretty good. Uh, I will give it a um, 7 out of 10. 7 out of what? A, well, handsome wow. Hank may knock your lights out. I'm going to go no. 8 out of 10 on treacle. Thank you very much. Taste. Pecan pie? Pecan is very good. This one's good. I Store liked buy. it a lot. I would give that a uh, 8.6 out of 10. Ooh, okay, go to the uh, the oh, pineapple. Pineapple pie, though. Black tie, bring your mess in here already. Bring your Take meat pie in here. How are we supposed to taste it? And then the ATL boys go. Wait, the is that pineapple, even... the, the, the crummy. <laughs> is yeah. that even edible? Look, you know, I'm going to be honest. Sessler's <laughs> happy to hear his hostess is going out of business after this. <laughs> that is horrific. That tastes like um, that's a good bite out of a hamburger. That's not. <laughs> oh, this that's is not the, ham- the pineapple pie. Oh, this is the hamburger pie. Oh, well, that's not fair because that's like thinking you were about to drink milk oh. and drinking soda. Sorry, guys. I'm like, oh, oh that that's looks the awful. meat pie. That's ha- that, that's that the black tie. That's I'm like, that doesn't look good at all. By what way, number so. are you guys Wait, giving that? Sessler's a vegetarian. Mm-hmm. You just you just <laughs> nailed him on a meat pie. <laughs> that's what you get for not bringing pie. That's your punishment from the food <laughs> gods. I'm glad it happened. You're not going to get Why any apologies from me. Oh my God, that's what terrible. do you give the meat pie, Hanzus? I give it a three out of ten. There was something off about it, and uh, and Sessler is vomiting right now. No. Well, I did get it from Seven Eleven. So what I, the hell? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it wasn't oh. real meat, though. To be honest, no. Authentic, then. So I think and authentic clear. from Here, from you your home. Cleanse your there, palate boy. with some pineapple. I'm good, thank you, Adam. <laughs> okay. no, more, no more food Hanses, from your What? It was. I didn't know. All right, now let now the. So we've heard the ratings. The top pie thus far, pecan pie. Black tie, you have to give your votes on these pies as well here. All right, now we'll dig in. Hey, around the league, boys, happy Thanksgiving to you. Enjoy it. Deep fry your turkey. That's the key. That's the key. You got to deep fry your bird. I don't care what else you do. That's the focus of uh, of uh, of your turkey day <laughs> as well as those football games. Um Thank you, boys. Thank All you. Right. Happy All the best to you. Same to and you, guys. Good luck to no, your uh, Jetropolitans there. You bring Go. a meat pie for the vegetarian. You brought a piece of garbage, Rank. That's a, the only that's, thing worse you could have done was do what Hanzus and Sessler did. That's pineapple pie right there. That's I love. Delicious. I love that Sessler is going to be vomiting throughout the holiday weekend now because he <laughs> ate that. That's what they deserved. That's what they get for that. That right. is not. I'm trying the treacle. I'm with the treacle. the treacle. That is so disgusting smelling. The the meat pie that I'm I'm going to be sick. He got it at Seven Eleven, eh? Oh, jeez. All right. Ooh, the treacle. What is in there? handsome well so it's something called golden syrup and um and some lemon and some ginger i can and taste some that lemon crumbs. in there i, pr- I pr- it probably yeah. needed to be heated mm, no it's quite it's quite tasty it's it it, it has that uh, zesty refreshing mm-hmm. quality that uh, lemon brings to any dessert it's also full of sugar i'm going with let's go black tie give a uh, Rate the various pies. We have four pies here in contention for the 2012 Shecky. Consider your answer very carefully here. And I'm going to rule out right out of the gate, Rank's pie has no chance. That's it. How about the meat one? Oh, gosh. Do I dare taste a 7-Eleven meat pie? No. No. Why would you have a meat pie after dessert? That doesn't make any sense. Well, I'm going to taste it anyhow. Just in honor of you, Black Oh, by the way, one of our bosses, Tom, Tom Brady, wanted me to say, don't sleep on rhubarb. No. That was his message. I, I hear you. Well, let me just say I had this. To say it. Tom Brady, our boss, also, who is actually our boss, his name is Tom Brady. He's been on the show before. 
He did tell me this. I love to hear Handsome's pronunciation of words. They they delight me to no end. He told me this one. He said, do this on the podcast. First, second, third, fourth, fifth, and... Sixth. Say again? Sixth. 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 Is that your pronunciation or is know. that the English pronunciation? I don't know. This is now in my head. Tom Brady got in my head two days oh, ago, and all terrible. of a sudden, I'm I'm worried about whether that's normal. So we're or not. beating. So we're beating up poor handsome. So it's yeah. not an English pronunciation. I don't Sixth. know. I think it may just me. Oh, that's come revenge on. of what the Sith. What are we Sith. doing? Jeez. All right. So what's our final verdict then? Rank. Uh, are we giving them letters, or can I give them a letter grade? Or do you Whatever want to you numbers? desire. However you a want. A plus for the treacle. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pecan gets a solid B plus. Uh, meat pie F, this hostess cake C, yeah. I, I passing. Know. Yeah, the 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 hostess is for kids. That's what people are mourning the Twinkie thing. It's for children. You haven't had one in twenty years. Stop mourning it. Uh, well, no, I, I get it. Not but you, but doesn't I mean, hurt people me in right. general. Um, all right, handsome. Your vote. I uh, the pecan's delicious. I know it's Americans America's favorite. I'm going to give it an A. I'm going to give my treacle tie. I know I can't grade my own. I'm giving it an A as well. I think it's a tie. A tie. All right. And lastly, we close out the Thanksgiving podcast with this. None of your opinions matter at all. My vo- It's the Shecky Awards. It's not called Shecky and Company Awards. It's the Shecky Awards. The 2012 pie goes to the Treacle Tart. Congratulations, hey! handsome. Now, don't celebrate our holiday. All right. I won't. Please. All right. Listen, thanks for the uh, extra effort making that rank. I think what you did speaks for itself. Hanzoos, even you look better though compared to Hanzoos and Se- uh, and Sessler. Black tie, nice work. All right, I, I love you, I love you. Called me Jamaica, my homeland. By the way, that was very nice. <laughs> oh, I didn't know it was a Jamaican one. I it's thought you Jamaican. said that was your homeland. Okay, I'm no. sorry. Listen, either way, he's like Kofi Kingston. We're not even doing a, a shout out because we're getting out of here in Studio 66. We'll do a shout out next week. We'll get back to business with you, and maybe we'll even get deep into the X's and O's against Black Tie's wishes. In the meantime, have a happy holiday and uh, enjoy your football. In the meantime, thanks so much. It's been a thin slice ahead. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. They say every dog has its day, but when you're Lulu and your parents drive a Camry, every day is your day. The roomy rear seat is the perfect, whoa, is that the dog park? Backseat besties, it's a Camry vibe. The all-new, all-hybrid Camry. Toyota, let's go places. Burgers are best fresh from the grill. Well, more specifically, burgers with Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. It's so rich and creamy that it instantly makes any burger irresistible. And what backyard barbecue is complete without some potato salad? Not just any potato salad, of course. Potato salad highlights the rich, creamy goodness of Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. So if you want to take your barbecue season to the next level, stock up on Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. For great recipe ideas, visit Hellman's.com.